Welcome to a special EduTech Guys presentation recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Enjoy the conversation. Hey, we're here with some folks that we're really excited to have on the show. Um, they're our second interview of the day. Uh, so of the 76, you are the ones that get to come in the very first and set the set the bar really high. That's right. Exactly. So uh, the first thing we want you to do is uh, tell us who you are and what you do, where you're from, and all that kind of good stuff. So here we go. Good morning. We're from North College Hill City Schools in Cincinnati, Ohio. And we are the teaching and learning team, which composed of actually four instructional coaches and then the director of teaching and learning myself. Awesome. My name is Jessica Lane, and I am the district data coordinator and also middle school, high school math instructional coach. And I'm Emily Mulcahy, and I am the middle school, high school instructional coach. I'm Anne-Marie Barth, and um, I am the elementary instructional coach. Awesome. You guys have a lot of jobs. <laughs> there's a lot of you to make it all work. Right? So let's talk about, there's a key word in there that I heard, and it's coaching. Yes. So let's talk about coaching. Um, what are you here to do for the folks visiting FETC concerning coaching, first off? Okay, well, we have a presentation on Thursday about um, the changes that we've made in our district to improve the coaching culture. Um, we really have focused the last several years on um, changing the culture so that all teachers receive coaching in some form or fashion. It's not just for teachers who might be struggling with something, all teachers can improve. Um, and so what we've done to sort of build that up in terms of building relationships with teachers, um, I think there's sort of three words I would choose. One would be relationships, building relationships with teachers. One would be choice. The teachers get to decide um, what they want to focus on some, through some conversations with us. Um, and the third thing, of course, is escaping my mind. Was sort of confidentiality. Um, oh, it's uh, not an evaluative process in our right. district. The coaching is meant to um, encourage the teachers, and we can definitely work with our administrators if there's an area that they feel the teachers need. They can reach out to the teachers, and the teachers reach out to us, and we can work on that. But it's not like we, um, in our coaching, go back to the administration and say, I'm working with this teacher on this, and this teacher on this, and this teacher on this. So those three words, the confidentiality, the relationships, and um, again, it escaped me. This is not my strength. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's all right. It's okay. okay. We're, just, we're just talking. Right. We're just, we're it'll, just it'll come to you in just good. a moment when That's we all right. jump in. Three o'clock in the morning. When you... <laughs> no one was listening to choice. me. Choice. Choice. Was the third That's right. Ah, choice. Well, I think you touched on one of the key things is that this is not, um, it's not meant to be, you know, punitive. It's not meant to be evaluative. So talk a little bit about what that looks like when you're working with your teachers, whoever wants I could kind of speak there. on that for elementary. Um, so generally what we do is, is we set, we'll set up a pre-conference with them um, and kind of discuss their goals for the year. So what, is it, what does it look like that you want to improve on for the year? Um, sometimes that comes from their evaluations that they've had from their administrators. Sometimes it just comes from how they want to be a better teacher in their classroom. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it comes from, especially this year, um, the dynamic that you have in your classroom might be manage classroom management. You know, maybe they were a great manager before, and this year it's just kind of throwing them off this year, um, or filling gaps, as we all know, is, is coming along. So, um, so every year it's kind of different, but that doesn't mean that that's the only thing they can work on throughout the year. Um, we meet generally once every couple weeks. Some teachers I meet with weekly, some I meet with monthly as just kind of a check-in. Um, it's, it's at their pace as well, so that's kind of nice. Um, 
But again, it spans from classroom management to lesson planning to um, specific children even, just working with them specifically on, on a child's needs. Um, so it can span. Um, and um, we fill out a form that Jessica has created. Um, for our We have a coaching dashboard. And so every time we go in, we fill out this form. The teacher gets um, the info that we met on and notes. So that way they can remember. And then it keeps us on task as well. Um, so that's kind of the gist of how it looks as far as the scheduling. And uh, it looks a little bit different in math just because we kind of put together a math committee last year. So it's a lot more collaborative as far as the coaching process goes, um, just because the research has changed so much when it comes to math instruction. Um, so a lot of it's just coming together and finding new resources to make things more fun and more exploratory and, and kind of uh, pumping each other up for, for learning in a fun way in math classes. So let's talk about the effect that this has had on your teachers. Um, coaching, which is a new term, kind of. You know, we're all starting to really embrace it, especially after what we've been going through and what our teachers have been going through, educators have been going through after these past few years. Um, let's talk about how it has affected the way you train teachers, how you coach those folks, how's, has it and how it's changed the way you teach your classrooms if you still teach in a classroom. Well, none of us are still in classrooms at this point, unless we're in um, assisting or co-teaching with one of the people we're coaching. Okay, but okay. Um, I would say it definitely um, has changed um, back to the sort of the culture. The teachers are, are much more open. They seek us out when there's something going on. Um, this has been, I think, a five-year process, I'd say, since Michelle became the director of teaching and learning um, with this shift of what coaching would be. And so um, there's a lot more seeking us out, like, hey, I'm having a question about this, or could you come and talk to me about this um, that was not happening before. Before it was, like I said, a lot of relationship building, where, the, um, and especially over the years, um, you know, during the pandemic when we were, the early years time of the pandemic, when we all went completely remote, um, there was a lot of just listening, you know, like, what can we do? Oh yeah, you know, that's hard. Have you thought about this? Um, so now I think that those relationships have been built and teachers are much more open to the idea that you don't have to be a first year teacher. You don't have to be struggling with something. I've got teachers who are, you know, 15, 20 year veterans who are trying something new because um, we've put this coaching model in place and they feel comfortable with me or with Anne Marie or with Jess to be able to say like, oh, I'm not sure about that. Like, could we try that? What would it look like? Um, and, you know, like in our social studies team, they're starting to do some 20% time things that they would never have thought of prior to this that, um, that we're able to help them with, so. So I'm, I'm curious uh, how much uh, or, or how, what has the experience been in terms of, especially over these you know, last couple of years, especially at the beginning when we all, you know, we all went home and the whole world shut down and yet didn't quite shut down. So, you know, you're working with your teachers and your students who are teaching online. How much, how much coaching did you have to have quickly in order to turn around and coach those who are like, hey, what am I supposed to do? And you're like, I don't know. Well, let's figure this out. <laughs> so question. talk about that. <laughs> there was a steep learning curve, I think, for us. Uh, as and luckily, we're kind of all technology people. Uh -huh. um, so we, our kids have been one to one for a while with with Chromebooks and such. However, it was a matter of getting the teachers to learn it because a lot of them hadn't learned. And obviously, it takes adults a little bit longer to learn things than kids with technology. Um, so that was a little bit of a steep learning curve, and that's kind of what we did. I think from the time we woke up at you know six a.m., we had emails waiting for us, ready to go. How do I get my kids on this? How do I get the code? You know, so there was a lot of at least myself joining Google Meets um, helping to kind of troubleshoot that way um, and it was literally just I think tech stuff 
when yeah. we shut down. Um, and then it, because we talked about paper packets and we we're like, eh, that's not really feasible. Mm -hmm. So we tried to do the best we could. I think last year was much more of the actual coaching with curriculum and how are we going to get the kids access to that curriculum yeah. now? Um, so that was kind of a, again, a steep learning curve for us, but that's, I think how we all just dove into it. Um, and we learned such amazing things too. So that was great. And just being able to help them, it shifted from that immediate, like, I don't know how to get the kids onto the platform to, okay, yes, now I can get my kids online. They're all showing up for Google Meets or mostly, mostly showing up for Google Meets. What can we do? Like, what's a good way to present this information? So what kind of programs can we be using? What kind of, um, you know, resources can we have to really, like she said, help us access that curriculum? Yeah, a lot of it was, was, I think, just kind of keeping our eye out for everything that was going on in far of like ed tech and, um, yeah, like she said, how we can bring those resources to the teachers so that they don't have to keep their eyes out for those things. And even just management within a Google Meet. Like there was a lot of like in one coaching sure. session, I'd talk to someone and they'd be like, oh, you know, I found that this worked really well to, you know, get the kids involved or to get the, and then I could pass that along to someone else who's like, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. You know, and then I'm, t I'm texting them going, okay, such and such said this worked really well. So those kind of things, I think there was a lot of communication between um, the four of us because we do have one of our um, partners who is not here. She's at home with her new baby, Kelly. Um, but she was also, <laughs> In, a, in those conversations. That, Good shout out. Good yeah. shout out. Yeah. <laughs> so is, has there been one subject, one area that's needed more TLC that's just been a hard area for the teachers to grasp with everything you know, that's I'm happened? I'm going to say something real quick. Um, I think one of the areas that, whoops. That's all right. Sorry. <laughs> um, one of the things that we really emphasize, it's about people first, uh -huh. content second. I think that we put the well-being and um, the health and emotional well-being of our students and staff first. Mm -hmm. And so we let content be second for once. And that was really a change for us. Mm -hmm. So we did do our check-ins with everyone and saw how they were. And we also believe in going slow to go fast. Like if you go slow at first and not get everybody a little bit nervous and scared and, and overwhelm them, mm -hmm. you go a lot faster later yeah and so we just had to keep ourselves calm and then our job is to keep the teachers calm and their job is to keep the students calm right and i think that made a big difference yeah you know I was, I, i'm glad to hear that i believe teachers teach for a reason and they know what they're doing we're just there to support them absolutely yeah. that's 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 the key I, i've hired you to do this job you're going to do a great job at it i just need to make sure it's easiest on our end to make sure you're happy right so and i think that just the mind shift for teachers because we'd had coaching in our district previous to this this sure. model from people from an outside you know uh, an outside resource and it was a different structure and it was you know very focused on your your tests and your assessments and what are you giving and how are you using your data and we still have all this conversations but now it's it's people who they know that have been in the district who um, are like I said we spent a lot of that first early time just saying okay how are things going what can I do and they know that if they want to try something like Jess was saying I can go and find the help find the resources for that to free up that time for them and then we have conversations about how to use it and pass it off to them and then they're much more comfortable being able to do that so and especially now that they've um, that we've all gone through the pandemic together and they've seen that we've been there not just for the instructional support but also for the emotional support. Yes. I feel like that that's one of one of the tiny silver linings to this is that that they've seen that we actually do care about them as humans. So yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And it, and that's that's such an important thing when when you feel like you're kind of on this island by yourself, you know, out there especially with the tech stuff, you know, we were all thrown into the it, I, I don't care how tech savvy any particular person is this threw everybody for a loop. I mean, no questions asked. And, and, and so to have teachers and some of whom 
are nowhere near tech savvy, you know, or at least certainly not where they were at that time to, you know, what am I supposed to do with this? And how do I, I, I you know, I don't even know what I'm supposed to click on. Or like you said, where do I get the code? What, are, you know, what is a code? You know, all that kind of stuff, right? So to, to, to walk them through that and, and to not literally these days, but to hold their hands, you know, and say, hey, we got you. It's okay. You know, do you want to talk about stuff that, you know, it, not even, it might not even be related to what's going on, but, you know, how are you doing? Yeah. You know. I think to go along with that, we because Michelle stressed to us this year so much the the social emotional piece for our kids just make them feel safe, make them feel like this is where they're supposed to be. Um, and we just went remote last week for a few days um, because of low staffing. And and I had so many teachers who were so excited that the majority, if not maybe maybe they were missing one kid out of their room who didn't join. And I said, see, this is why we just did what we did. Right. Because you made them feel like you're you're their teacher. You're their. They want to come see you. They were so excited. Teachers were doing um, book its, you know, at for indoor recess because it was cold, you know, yeah. online. So it was great to see that piece. And I think they were pumped that hey, what we're doing is working. Yeah. That's where it's at. You know. Yeah. So, so really quick, uh, what are you looking forward to getting out of this conference? Because this has got to be your first big conference since, I mean, for three years. It's like us. We used to do this conference, and now we've all been sitting at home. <laughs> <Is it> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, it's too bad this isn't on video. Yeah. <laughs> your eyes are like the size of silver dollar. It's like, uh, uh like, what? She's got something she needs to say. <laughs> no, yeah. I, uh, my, I love all things data, obviously, district data coordinator. And we kind of made this position up because I started as a, well, both Anne-Marie and I started as data coaches. Um and I just kind of like sunk into the position, loved it. I loved creating all these systems, um, uh, the coaching system being one of them, you know, like a, a digital online platform where, uh-huh. where they can keep track of all their notes. And um, so obviously technology is my thing. I'm excited to learn more about how to create those systems to make things more efficient, especially for the teachers. Um, especially in this day and age when things have been completely flipped on their heads. So, um, yes, all things data, obviously, we're presenting. So I'm excited to sure. to talk about that. Um, yeah. I think one of the things that I'm looking for is, um, you know, different ways to help teachers do their job, do it well, but save them time and save them um, maybe some of the anxiety that they now have. Um, how to find ways that we can make sure that they believe that achievement will come. Mm. You know, achievement takes a long time to happen sometimes. You have to go through a process. You have to make sure all the ducks are in a row. And so um, I think teachers have been a little bit shattered of their confidence because of the large gaps now, especially um, in schools where there were already gaps. Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking for some instructional ways to um, coach teachers up in saying it's okay what you're doing is is the best you have um, we have a kind of saying is we do the best we can till we know better and then we do better um, also some of our systems that we have are amazing um, the data systems are phenomenal but it's getting teachers to slow down and just use them slowly mm-hmm. not to jump all in mm-hmm. because it gets overwhelming and so I'm looking at different ways to help teachers kind of find their calm and to um, just do the best they can because that's good enough. It's, it's more than good enough. It's amazing. Yeah. And I just, I think I want to continue to look for those resources that um, 
that are going to spark that excitement in teachers. You know, sometimes there's that one, and even if it's only for a little while, I mean, like I remember when I first started, Kahoot was just starting and that was <laughs> huge. It was just because it changed the engagement in my classroom. And yes, it's still, you know, a product, but there's so many other products that come along. So just those kinds of things, like those resources, um, those tips and tricks that people have used over the course of the pandemic. Because again, since the pandemic, there haven't been these big conferences like this where, yeah, you could see some stuff online or you could read articles and blogs, but it's just not the same. So I'm looking forward to all of those types of things that I can bring back and, and be able to, to share with teachers. And I'm still kind of just looking for the social emotional piece being an elementary person. Yeah. So yeah. we love hard. So um, that's kind of where I'm looking and just ex I've seen a few things about how to bring in tech, obviously, with social emotional pieces and um, maybe even having kids independently working on that at home. So um, and with parents, which yeah. is great. So one last thing, uh, if listeners want to get in touch with you uh, individually or any other way, what's the best way to do that? Twitter, email? Um, Twitter for me, and it's at 8817JessicaLane, L-A-N-E. And mine's probably our North College Hill email, which is my last name, um, Mulcahy, M-U-L-C-A-H-E-Y dot E, at nchcityschools.org. Same for me. It would be Barth, B as in boy, A-R-T-H dot A, at nchcityschools.org. Thank you so much. Mine would be um, oh. probably the best way to be on Twitter at NCH Curriculum. Perfect. That is great. Well, thank you guys so much thank for you. coming by and visiting with us and sharing. And enjoy the conference and I uh, hope your session goes well. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. Have a good day. You've been listening to a special EduTech Guys presentation recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening.